0: Welcome back to the Everything Must Go podcast. I am Steven, and with me is Brandon. Though not in person, we are doing this one over Skype again, just like the good old days of about two months ago.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's a weird situation where we are actually kind of prepared, um, not because we were trying to be prepared, but because this is how we had to do the podcast for, what,
0: two years? Yeah, so... It's It literally is just like how we did it before. It's weird, though. Uh, One thing you'll notice is that behind me, I have a bunch of boxes behind me because at the time of this recording, this should actually be the last week that I live in this apartment, which is, I guess, something maybe worth mentioning just right off the top here, that this will be the last time you will see me record a podcast episode in this apartment.
1: I also think it's pretty sick how... Coda is just freaking chilling in the background you see her
0: <laughs> yeah that is kind of cool
1: she's just freaking having a grand old time right now
0: yeah it's also it made me realize that I've never been to your apartment before and it could be like years before I ever see your apartment
1: I might be out of this apartment before you see it.
0: <laughs> yeah it's definitely possible maybe not I will have to see but just a couple of things I do want to mention on just about today's episode, so yeah, we will address the coronavirus. We'll actually answer a couple of questions that you all wrote in. We'll have a segment in here that's uh, a different segment. What the name of it is? Uh, what under a rock, and then we'll also do our Spotify segment because we missed it last time. So yes, we'll we'll be having a a pretty jam packed show here today, and we probably should just given the current climate of the world, we probably should open the show by discussing. Um, just really briefly, I don't want to spend a ton of this show going on to the coronavirus because right now you all have heard so much about it that I don't think we need to beat the topic to death. And I want to make sure that people can kind of get their mind off of it for a little bit. But um, what's going through your mind right now about this, Brandon?
1: Well, the I've been posting a... Um, like a vlog or documentary type video. I'm going to try to do that every day because Chicago, well, the state of Illinois is in a quote-unquote lockdown. uh, So non-essential places are are shut down and you're kind of ordered to stay at home. Um, So I was really nervous about that situation just because I have a very active mind. And if I'm just stuck in my head... Too much, It can be detrimental for me, which is why coming to Chicago in the first place has been so good because we've been able to do so much stuff together and I've stayed really busy and it's been healthy for me. So I really wanted to attack the situation, not sit back and let it uh, impact me negatively, just make the best out of it. So I've been making a lot of content and just trying to uh, do my best to deal with the circumstances that we've been given. How about you?
0: Yeah, I'm uh a... I kind of feel similarly. I'm trying to make the best out of it and, and trying to stay busy right now. As I said, the fact that I'm I'm moving soon definitely gives me a lot of uh, time to work on this move. As you see, I've got boxes behind me, so I've kind of been chipping away at that. Uh, I'm currently working from home at my job, which is a very nice luxury at a time that a lot of people don't even get the opportunity to do that. So I'm, I'm pretty thankful that I, I can do that right now. I also have been trying to do workouts from home so I actually made a workout plan that's actually up on our Trello board if you are curious what it is that uh, I'm gonna try to stick to I might I might make two so I can like alternate so I don't do the exact same workout every single day but I wanted just sort of something to kind of feel like I think as I talked about with you a big thing for me during this is making sure I sort of have a checklist of things to go down every day to make me feel like I'm progressing I don't want to feel like when I come out of the quarantine that I have and behind, I want to feel like I was sort of just, it was business as usual. It was just a little bit different. And maybe at this time I can even work on some of the things to get better at uh, that maybe I wouldn't have even spent the time on before. So I'm trying to look at a positive at a time that is overall pretty negative.
1: Yeah. Uh, Steven and I had a good chat just about, in, in a situation like this, you really have to make a separation between the things that you can control and the things that you can't control because those things that are out of your hands, if you are super stressed about those, that's just, that's like a relentless overwhelming stress because there's nothing that you're gonna be able to do about it. And so it's it's not gonna go away. Um, so I we kind of made a list even just saying, okay, what are the things that you can control right now? Let's focus on those. Everything else, even though it might not be ideal, uh, just recognize that it's going to be uh, a somewhat negative impact and kind of let it slide off of you. And uh, I, I think that's definitely the mindset that I'm going into this with as well, um, thinking about the stuff that I can actually do um, and, and not, not getting too beat up about the things that I'm unable to do.
0: Yeah, that's a really important thing to do right now, and I know a lot of people are pretty overwhelmed. I'll be making some content um, on the topic. I actually just recorded another video um, prior to hopping on this podcast to talk about it a little bit more, but yeah, a lot of people are are pretty freaked out here in Chicago, but we are officially uh, staying shelter, so we're just at home. (laughs) Brandon and I don't even live that far apart from each other, but we're still just kind of being smart right now at a time where people are sort of crossing some boundaries in this and you see some spring breakers that are kind of pissed off. But, you know, there's certain times where you don't get to have everything that you want. And that's a good lesson that we can all learn in this, that sometimes you got to do what's better for the greater good of the people and not just your own very specific personal needs and desires. And it's tough. (laughs) I definitely miss my routine, but in the meantime develop a new one
1: yeah absolutely i um it also just for those of you who are like well why aren't you guys spending this time together uh if i mean i brought it up right at the beginning of the show but uh that lazy bum in the background of my shot is my dog coda steven is allergic to dogs uh and i can't really leave coda here alone so <laughs> that's why we are uh, hanging out at our own places during this. It would be kinda cool if we could've been in the same spot, definitely would've been able to keep each other some company and whatnot, but um, I'm i am excited, honestly, for some of the stuff that I'm doing content-wise, and speaking of that, do you wanna address this question that
0: we got asked about uh, YouTube? Um, sure. Cool. Yeah, so I got asked a question, how did you grow your YouTube channel? And I figured this was a good topic for us to go over today because, since the last episode that we did, Brandon hit a milestone where he hit the 100 subscriber mark. And though for some people, it may seem like it's not a big deal. The first 100 subscribers, I can tell you firsthand, are arguably the most difficult 100 subscribers to get. And it's it's really when you hit that number, you really do feel like you've taken a big step forward. And it's, it's more than just a simple number. So Brandon, I'm, I'm kind of curious before we talk too much about just growing. How does it feel? And then go into a little bit about how you did grow it to that number.
1: Yeah, I um, it, it feels really good. That was one of my goals for 2019 and I obviously didn't meet it. Uh, so I was a little bummed about that. But what I was really happy about in that year was establishing uh, somewhat of a routine uh, with my content. And then since moving to Chicago, I have kind of refined that routine. And uh, I think in a way it kind of feels like the the fruits of my labor I don't know that it's necessarily directly correlated Um, I mean I was at 90 I think at the beginning of this week and I posted I was like hey I'm only 10 away you know Instagram will you know come subscribe to my channel and I think I got like five subscribers in one day and then uh, I got a couple more over the next couple days and then I just posted to some of my friends that I knew probably weren't subscribed to me and they got me over that hump and it is just just getting over that like specific benchmark, uh, in the grand scheme of things, it's probably not going to be a huge deal, but it is just kind of like, like we talked about in the past. It's, it, it's a, it's a checkpoint. It's a place that I've now reached and I can con- continue going. And as much as you want to have, uh, all of your motivation be, uh, your own internal, uh, validation and, and, uh, push, there is something special about, uh, people being, uh, willing to, to pay attention to, to what you create and what you do, especially if you really care about the things that you create. And I definitely feel that pride in myself. So it feels really awesome. Um, in terms of what I'm, have been doing is like I said, it's at first I started out just being like, Hey, I need to get back into a creative, uh, just routine. So I was just posting anything and everything that came to mind. And then, um, after I started getting that, it was now about like, okay, now I'm, I've established this at least one post a week. Now, what can I do to make my channel more digestible, but also still uh, be quality and substance filled? And so I kind of uh, centered things around, uh, you know, a lot of people on YouTube talk about a niche. So I kind of centered things around music because I felt like artistically, that's my most refined skill. Uh, and and also probably my strongest uh, passion and whatnot. And and since then, I think I've seen some better results uh, in terms of people paying attention. So that's that's my experience. I know that you are obviously further along this path and journey. So let's let's hear what you think about all this.
0: Yeah. So for me, I have had a YouTube channel for technically over 5 or 6 technically 6 years ago is when I started my YouTube channel but I only released one video the entire first year so I tend to not really count that the the thing for me that I lacked for the first 4 years, 3 or 4 years on my YouTube channel was not only did I not have much of a direction and I was kind of just making content whatever I wanted but I also didn't have any sort of rhythm going on when my videos were going to come out what i was really trying to accomplish i just knew that i wanted to be in front of the camera and i wanted to refine that skill set with the hope that i could grow an audience and you know i have had a desire to be a talk show host for a long time so i kind of looked at it as a platform where i'd have an opportunity to be my own talk show host without having to listen to anyone and just be able to make all of my own content. So whatever I wanted to talk about, I could do that. But the first 100 subscribers, if we're gonna just speak to that route, the reason why I say it is kind of a big deal is my first year with my YouTube channel where I, uh, I released a video back in like 2015, that first year, even though my first video I released actually did pretty well and it now has over 50,000 views, I think I only got maybe 80 something subscribers and those pretty much all came from just that one video. And that's a a, a trend you'll notice is that for the most part, you're just gonna hit on one video or two videos that'll bring in the vast majority of your subscribers in the very beginning And it kind of sucks because a lot of times you release a video and you feel good. And then the next video that you do, you don't feel as good about because you don't get the same traction on it. I'll give you a prime example. I was just looking through uh, my videos since I started taking YouTube a little bit more serious. I released a video that is called the Truth About Moving to Chicago. It now has over 77,000 views. The next video that I released, I think, has like 129 (laughs) views or something like that. Like, It couldn't have been any less successful of a video coming after such a big one for me and that just shows you how difficult youtube can be so my advice through this whole process is if you like making videos focus on that and then just kind of as brandon said just make one video a week make if if you can do that do what you can do in a sustainable manner and then just keep doing it and then over time you'll kind of get a sense on what videos you like to make what videos other people like to make and that's sort of what I have done and in the last year I've gotten uh about 1200 subscribers from just doing that and I wasn't having much luck before I started really doing the at least one video a week thing
1: and I think uh your point here bring brings up the thing we talked about earlier uh in terms of the the things that you can and can't control uh and, and I touched on it with the whole um <clears throat> internal motivation versus the external validation. If you're just doing YouTube in hopes that you're going to get a bunch of views, it can be a very difficult road because you can have a video like Steven did, which has over 77,000 and then your next one is just shit. (laughs) You're like, well, if that's all your motivation is, you're probably going to have a short lifespan On YouTube because it's a lot of times unpredictable and it is something that's out of your control I I mean I've had I think you could probably speak to this actually Stephen is I think you've had videos where you've put a lot of effort in that haven't done crap and then videos that you're just like I just got to get a video out those are the ones that are like really successful so it's just so unpredictable and if you have that foundational motivation of Uh, just loving the art and the content, uh, that's what's gonna keep you going regardless of the results.
0: Yeah, that's a really important part of the YouTube journey. I talked about this briefly in a video about how I balance my content creation with my job. If you ultimately wanna be successful as a content creator, it's gonna have to just come as a result of something that you love doing and it just so happens that other people get behind it. So you can't just sit there hoping that if it feels like a job to do this stuff, then you probably don't have, like, a real passion for it.
1: There there, pro, there can be times. Uh, I mean, there are definitely times where uh, – I mean, I think last week I've, I had a moment where I was like, I really don't want to do – a po- like, I don't want to get my cover done. <laughs> I just had that yeah. moment. Um, so you, it, I think it's okay to feel that way in moments, but I think you just got to remember – that uh, if this is something you truly want to, to focus on, or or you you find, um, you find fulfillment in it, that uh, those moments are, are more temporary than they are permanent, uh, and you just got to keep keep kind of trucking along. So,
0: yeah, it's it's more about the long term than like the short sightedness. I think that's huge on YouTube, is it really is a grind. It's just there's gonna be plenty of times where you don't want to make videos today. I'll be honest I, I recorded two videos today so I'm I'm happy about that but it was a struggle to figure out what to make them on um, it was a struggle because of just the situation I'm in mean, right now I got a lot of things that are sort of weighing on me for this little stretch and I just I, I pretty much like took a shower when I was a little I feel a little intense about it I took a shower and I just kind of thought to myself like all right you 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 know if you get these done you're gonna feel better like, you know that if, if you record a couple of videos and you've got them to edit over the course of the week, it's going to be a better feeling. So you just have to, you kind of have to just push through it. And there's plenty of times where you have no idea what to make a video on, or you don't even feel that good about it. But as, as I've come to see uh, the fact that I'm not a perfectionist, it, it does work out a lot of times well, because I'll know like, you know, this isn't my best video ever, but I'd rather release this video than not release a video this week
1: yeah absolutely yeah when you that's the cool thing is uh when you start establishing these habits and routines uh it feels unnatural not to keep going with them i mean we've steven and i talk all the time about how we first started the podcast we're like we could maybe get one episode every other week
0: (laughs) it's nuts (laughs) to think that now
1: yeah and then we started doing one and then we were doing like three episodes a week for like a little stretch um but then it just like it feels weird if we don't get at least one episode out a week like sometimes we have to convince each other to be like hey it's okay
0: if we don't do (laughs) an episode this
1: week because something's going on uh and that's just a good feeling that's just like you just keep riding that wave so uh i don't know if you have anything else you want to say but do you want to talk about the other question that we were asked as well Sure. Yeah, we can hop over to it. Okay. I mean, this probably connects, which is why I felt like it would it would be a good thing. But we were asked what we're doing to stay sane. So you want to start this one off, Stephen?
0: A big thing was that conversation that Brandon alluded to earlier, which is I was – what day was that? Friday that I was like pretty much freaking out. Like that was one of the most stressed I've been in a long time. And I pretty much – I pretty much was like, yo, Brandon, I, I'm going to be honest right now. I feel kind of alone in this whole thing because I got to get this move done coming up here. I live alone. I don't have anybody that's nearby. I can't go anywhere. Even to. I can't even like go stay with someone for a little bit because I'm allergic to dogs and all my best friends here have dogs. I really just felt a sense of being overwhelmed with a lot of things that were going on. And I'm, I'm so, Like, my routines are so important to me. Like, I know what's actually a flaw of mine is even though I'm great with my routines, if you just slightly take me out of them, I kind of fall apart sometimes. So I was like, we need to just sit down for just a brief moment here and just come up with a game plan for me. (laughs) Because uh, even though Brandon does things independent of me, I was like, for for my sake of having uh, us doing the podcast together and just moving forward, I need to make sure that I have a game plan here. So we actually kind of sat down for a second and I pretty much just started venting out some of my thoughts. We do this a lot where we sort of have like brainstorming sessions about each other's lives almost, where we just start throwing out like things that are are getting to us and then we sort of like work through them. And I don't I don't know that like all friends do this with one another, but I think it's a cool part of our friendship that we're able to do stuff like this. But basically we found out that by just writing out some things for me to work on going forward, it ended up being a way for me to stay sane. Like I wake up every day and I sort of have a direction on what I want to accomplish. Like having a checklist, having a a set of things I want to get done every single day to try to replicate as close as I can what I was doing before and filling in the gaps with the things that I wasn't doing as much before uh, that I now have more time to work on for example like updating my youtube banner and stuff like that i'm, I'm kind of looking into some things that maybe i can just do by myself more so that i think that that's been a big focus for me but what about you
1: well i just want to touch on a couple things here i i think a big thing is giving yourself that freedom to fill in some of the gaps you know i think if you try to be too regimented you end up it ends up being sort of counterproductive, you you feel like, oh, if I don't follow this this routine or this schedule exactly the way that I think that I should, then I'm the whole day is ruined. especially if a if you have a brain like mine, that's a lot of times how uh, I end up reacting to things. you kind of get into this perfectionist um, place, which Steven's always been a really good uh, good at avoiding. Uh, that headspace. Uh, but I also think um, one thing that specifically I think was a good idea when we sat down to do this is we only did one week. Like, I think it's, it was, it would have been a little unrealistic for us to try to plot out this entire lockdown uh, because, well, number one, Steven's obviously going to go through a move, but also there are a lot of unforeseeable things. Uh, probably to come in the near future and I think uh it can be overwhelming if you establish this like long plan for yourself a routine and uh these unexpected things come in and just throw you off again so I, I think that was one thing that I uh, definitely thought of when we were doing this routine is we we basically made a routine for Stephen for a week um and and then we're going to talk again next weekend to once he's moved into his place to try to establish a new routine because we'll still be on lockdown um and i i think that's that's a good way to just kind of ease yourself into it and then also adapt as you get new information uh as far as what i'm doing i'm just trying to stay really freaking busy <laughs> to be honest like um i I I mentioned this at the top. Uh, I'm I'm doing this like vlog slash documentary esque uh, video series uh, about my time in this quarantine, which is basically always puts me in a headspace of I'm creating. So I'm like, and I'm also being watched. So it's like I'm I'm not live streaming it, but I'm recording it. So I'm like, oh, I just gotta stay active, gotta stay active. Um, I started insanity today, so that that's how I'm. Nice. Yeah, I'm gonna do my workouts, um, and then I have just been doing my typical music stuff. Um, I will say it's it feels. I was just telling Steven before we recorded. It feels weird that I'm, like I, I I'm full time work at home. But just because so much stuff has changed, it feels weird that I have to log into work tomorrow. Uh, I mean, I think it's same. It's real weird. It is weird. I mean, thankfully, because there are a lot of people who have lost jobs. I'm not. I'm not complaining at all. I'm just saying it's. It's. It's just such a weird time. So uh, it, that feels kind of weird. But in terms of just staying sane, I'm just really trying to keep myself out of my own head. I. I want to use my head to my advantage for the things that I i am good at like music or content creation, that kind of stuff. But I don't want to get into this like dark place where I'm just thinking about all this stuff that I can't, uh, control again, like we talked about earlier. And that's, that's kind of my approach. So that's a good approach. Thanks,
0: man. I appreciate it. <laughs> you got good approaches.
1: I've been working on my approaches for years. That's, that's the truth. Um, I don't think so. You don't think so? I, do you feel weird doing this uh, virtually again after we've been uh, in the same dude, place for a while? It,
0: it it honestly almost feels like I just entered an alternate reality. Just in general, like I feel like my life is in such a weird, like I I can't I can't make sense out of what's going on with the world. So like this just feels normal. I'm like this is yeah we just do this now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I, dude, I have no idea. It kind of feels like I went into the past, but it also kind of feels like I went into the future. I, I dude, I really have no idea. This is just such an unprecedented time in the world and we'll look back on this and just be like what the hell yeah <laughs> like what the hell were those times
1: well that's part of the reason why i wanted to do this like uh documentary-esque thing is 100 regardless-
0: percent? i think it's a fantastic idea
1: yeah it's like it'll be a time capsule like i, I was thinking about if i have kids one day I'd be like you're you know your daddy he uh he lived through the coronavirus pandemic and look at all these videos that uh he posted
0: I, I think, it, I mean, you know me, I'm all about doing stuff like that. So I've been trying to get some footage of this to talk about it, but I I really don't know. This is going to go down in the history books for sure. And I heard something, I was, I was watching a YouTube live stream and somebody had mentioned that this might be the worst world tragedy since the Great Depression. And I was like, oh my gosh, when you put it that way. Well, yeah, it actually, might be true. Yeah, because it probably is true. It's
1: a pandemic, but that's going to cause a recession. I think it's already starting. Like a bunch of people are out of jobs. People now, like uh, certain places, non-essential stuff is is closed. So businesses aren't making money. It's it's a lot. It really is yeah. a lot. So we're gonna have to all band together through this, and
0: we have to. There it's just it's a time to. Definitely band together, and I, I don't know. I we'll have to see how many of these episodes that we have to do in this manner. But I, you know, I hope that with everybody staying at home, we can beat this sooner rather than later for everybody's sake.
1: Absolutely. For
0: what do sure. we think? Do you think it's? Uh, I, I think it's segment time. It's segment I, I, time. I think it's segment time. I know it's. Uh, I'm ready. For, I'm ready for a couple of laughs in here.
1: And it's a new segment, one that we have never done. I know you guys love our new when we do new segments. Uh, this one is called Under a Rock.
0: Did, uh, by the way, did you, did you just make this up on the spot, the name of it? Yes. <laughs> well, dude, you're an absolute genius with these titles. Do you like it? I don't know if you're being I mean, facetious. I think, it, I think it, were, it what I liked about it is as soon as you said it, I felt like I understood what we were about to do. Awesome. So
1: this game is trivia where we each ask three questions that the other should know the answer to. They're going to be like history questions, kind of – uh, academic questions and see just <laughs> just how educated we are to see if Steven or I live under a rock so uh, do you want to ask the question first or do you want me to ask the question oh first oh my god <laughs> all right
0: you ask me first Okay, I know this is this is dangerous i and i ordered them
1: uh, specifically what i thought would be the easiest for steven two hardest so
0: we'll see we'll hey, see you if you can't use google no googling <laughs> No, you, okay. well, stating the obvious here but. you'll
1: be able to hear me type if I use Google so uh, okay. question number one are you ready Stephen
0: I guess so I'm going to do my best I'm very nervous though because I do live under a rock sometimes the
1: United States and Mexico are separated by which river
0: and these are not multiple chores right
1: <laughs> oh, no. I thought for sure you would know this
0: well, let me think let me think the United States and Mexico are separated <laughs> by which river? Hold oh, on.
1: Oh,
0: no. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm very worried do, about do, this. Do, 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 do. Five. Uh, four. Wait, what wait, wait, There's a timer now? Two. Dude, I feel like this is definitely wrong, but I'm going to say the Mississippi River. <laughs> <laughs> the Rio Grande. <laughs> no. The Mississippi. <laughs> no, dude, oh. I I have never been to the border before, so please excuse me for not knowing this one. <laughs> I'll excuse you. You're you're excused. <laughs> oh no, that was the easiest one. It's all that. Well, okay.
1: Here. I thought it would be the easiest because I I feel like I remember you being pretty decent at geography. So I guess not with rivers. <laughs> exclusively rivers he's out he knows everything else but when it comes to rivers the extent of his knowledge is the mississippi that's about
0: yeah that was i was like that's a big river there's a chance it goes that what river
1: goes into the mediterranean sea uh mississippi river
0: Uh... (laughs) all right you gonna oh man you asked me mine all right so i gotta ask the next one all right all right Mr. Brandon, Mr. Flippin, hold Mr. On, hold on. Sandman. All right. Give so, me a dream. I have to look this up myself, just to just to double check. I just want the list in front of me because this, this guy. One's the best one.
1: <laughs> this freaking guy, get prepared before we start recording a freaking no, 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 podcast. No, no, I, I got it. I got you it. You are something it. else.
0: I got it pulled up. I had it pulled up, but then for some reason I decided to x out of it. I got it now. Okay. Name seven of the original thirteen colonies oh fudge dude <laughs> okay virginia uh that is correct that's one
1: yeah i knew for a fact that one was correct
0: yeah for some reason i didn't see it, it was listed last in the list so i was like is uh is rhode island one of them yep that's two new jersey yep that's three so far so good <sighs> massachusetts yep oh my gosh Dude, you're 4 for 4. I I'll, I'll give you two screw-ups on this one. All oh, you two screw-ups? Okay.
1: Well, then I'll yeah. I'll be a little more risky. Uh Maryland. Yep. That's 5. I need two more. Yep. Come on, baby. <laughs> um uh, Dang it. Delaware.
0: Yep. You need one more. You got All you got to do is get one of these. Is New York one of them? Yeah, yeah, oh, you got it. God, seven, baby. <laughs> there we go.
1: Hell yeah! So let's go. let's see if I can get thirteen.
0: All right, we'll keep it going. <laughs> is Maine one of them? Uh, yes and no. It does. It's Massachusetts included Maine at the time, so it's, oh. it's not like I guess kind of is one.
1: Okay, but well, it doesn't count as an eighth. It just yeah it was same within my seven. Um, Vermont.
0: Nope. Shit. I would have definitely guessed that. I thought for sure that was one.
1: Is Kentucky one of them?
0: Nope. Okay. I You're get, falling apart. I fell apart, yeah. <laughs> Damn it, dude. Of course you got the seven and then you just fell apart. <laughs> kind of fell apart right after. Um, Classic. Well, which
1: ones was I missing? Just for our
0: audience. Connecticut, <laughs> oh, Georgia, shit. New Hampshire, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, South Carolina. Dang. Okay. Better luck next time. Better Uh, luck You got it. So I got mine wrong. You got yours right. (laughs) All right. Moving on. (laughs) Number two. Now you should get
1: this one right because we went to dinner when I first moved here and we had a huge discussion about this specific thing. Oh, no. Okay. In the book titled The Lion, The Witch, and The Wardrobe, what is the last comma called?
0: oh no oh no we oxford come yes (laughs) yes yes
1: (laughs) we had a huge discussion about this at dinner when i first moved here so i was hoping you would remember
0: Ooh! yeah dude i remembered hell yeah i'm proud of you all right i'm one for two that's a good batting average (laughs) all right don't know how it uh,
1: works for this trivia game but it's definitely a good batting average
0: Dude, there's no baseball right now, so this is the closest thing I got. <laughs> okay, okay. Which planet is the eighth furthest away from the Earth's sun? Is it Jupiter? Is that your final answer? Oh no. <laughs> I'm just You get one, you get one shot at this.
1: It's not multiple choice.
0: Nope, not, well, I mean, if you know all the planets, you there's only a handful of them, so. I, I know,
1: but you have to give me
0: specifically the multiple oh, choice. Oh, no, it's not multiple choice. You get one guess, and if you get it wrong, you get it wrong. Part
1: of me wants to say Uranus. Or Saturn. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those three, dude. All right, I'm going to try to read you. Jupiter. Saturn. Uranus. Oh, no. I can't read him. <laughs> this man. I'm a tough read, dude. Fuck, what's the eighth? I'm going to go with my first instinct. I'm going to say Jupiter.
0: Final answer? Final answer. Incorrect. The answer is Neptune. Oh, it was Neptune. I wasn't even close. Fuck. <laughs> I had a feeling, like that one to me is really easy, but I had a feeling that you wouldn't know that one because I feel like most people don't like, even if they know all the planets, the order of the planets outside of like Mars being the closest, I feel like people are not super sure of. Mars
1: being the closest, Mercury is the closest.
0: The closest to Earth. Oh, I thought you said from the sun. I did say from the sun. Mars is the closest planet to Earth.
1: Yeah, but that's not what the question was.
0: Yes, I understand. The question is... (laughs) the eighth furthest planet from the sun which was neptune is the correct answer right what i'm saying but now is you're that mars, things
1: okay we get pe-
0: it <laughs> yeah yeah people who who know mars is the closest to earth a oh. lot of times people know that but, but mercury yes it is the closest to the sun
1: so it's mercury venus is earth earth mars
0: mars jupiter saturn uranus neptune and then if you count pluto which is technically a dwarf planet yeah <laughs>
1: dude I- have you heard the comedian who talks about how uh, he was like? He was like, I, the thing I hate about science is they just change things. Now Pluto's not a planet. I when I took a test in in fourth grade, I, I left off Pluto, and I got the question wrong. I should have been teaching that class.
0: Oh yeah, I've seen that joke before. <laughs> it's pretty funny, actually. Yeah. Okay, uh, last. All right. So we're both we're both five hundred batting average. Five hundred batting
1: average. Okay. Uh, all right. Number three, the modern day city of Istanbul was known by what name in the 13th century?
0: I've heard this before.
1: Yeah, when I say it, you'll definitely know it. I think if you don't get it yourself.
0: Uh, I think I'm probably not going to get this. Let me think about it for, like, a little bit longer. But even though I remember hearing this question and being like, oh, I never knew that. Oh, dude! I don't know. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say, Atlantis. <laughs>
1: Atlantis. <laughs> it's Constantinople.
0: Ah, uh, yeah. See, I would have not gotten that if I sat here for an entire day. I mean, I, I, it sounds familiar now, but I would not have gotten it. Damn it! One for three. It's still a good batting average, dude, You'd I'm be a, a hall of famer. A, I could win a batting title with that. I'd be a hall of famer <laughs> if I finished my career with that all right last one for me all right this is another one where you have to name uh a list okay so you get i'll do you get one uh okay so you have to get four out of five how many screw-ups do you think you should be able to do what seems fair what's the question (laughs) No, I'm side. not telling you it yet. you got to decide on this. 20 screw-ups.
1: <laughs>
0: you don't get 20 Th- screw-ups. Three
1: strikes. Are we going to play baseball? Let's play baseball. Three strikes. Three strikes,
0: you're out. Uh, uh, two strikes. Three strikes. It's baseball rules. Baseball rules. We're, we're compromised. I was thinking one. You said three. I'm saying two. And I'm saying three again, so we'll back up to three. I Got it. <laughs> I'm saying one now. <laughs> So we're we're right at two, so you get two screw-ups. Four. Now we're at three. (laughs) Dude, if we keep doing this, we're ruining the show. (laughs) All right, go. I'll cut this out. Okay. Tony, cut two. You get two screw-ups. Three. Okay, got it. Okay. What are four of the five romance languages?
1: As in love languages?
0: They're called romance languages.
1: So this is different than the love languages.
0: Yes, they're unrelated. It's, it, this is speaking more in terms of, like, the actual language itself.
1: Oh, like, uh, like English, that kind of stuff.
0: Yes, okay. those types of things. French,
1: Italian.
0: Should I be telling you which ones are correct? Because both of those two are correct. Yes. Is Latin... That is incorrect. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no.
1: I didn't say that was what I was going with. I just was wondering if that was one of.
0: Them. <laughs> um. Shit, dude. Oh no. I will. I will make sure that there is no argument for it being uh, one, though. Because these languages do have roots in latin so i want to see if there is oh. any particular that would make that acceptable no i i i won't count that because i think it's that's too broad i, I can't count that
1: We'll count it as like just a safety net so no strikes no.
0: <laughs> not even a safety net <laughs> um,
1: dude fudge man is spanish one is that a guess oh my gosh <laughs> Is
0: that a guess? Huh.
1: No, because I feel like your reaction makes me think it's not one. <laughs> oh no, dude! I'm just gonna go with Spanish.
0: Spanish is one. of Oh, them. okay, good. I need one more. Is Portuguese you need one more? But you can't mess up either. <sighs> I don't this think this is for
1: the game. I don't think German is a romantic language uh oh <laughs> fudge dude <laughs> I don't think German is I don't think Russian
0: is <sighs> Portuguese is that your final answer yes that is correct yeah! <laughs> You got it. Hell
1: yeah! I did not think you would get that. I'm guessing German and Russian are not,
0: right? Neither of those are. Hell the yeah. last one is the hardest one to guess. That's why I only made it four of the five. The last one, I believe, is Romanian. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't have got that. Hell yeah,
1: dude! Yeah. Well, I have a better betting average than you.
0: Yep, that's true. You won this game. Another one, like at least the other segment, there is no winner or loser, so I can't be. Well, that, I can't redeem myself, but I can't dig a hole any deeper. This wasn't an actual competition. It's fine, dude. To me, it was a con- everything is a competition to me. That's just how I am, dude. That's how you are. This was a fun game, though. I, I, I would love to bring guests on the show to play this game with them. Yeah, <laughs> knowing like nothing about them and just trying to see if we can stump them. <laughs>
1: Guess they they're never going to want to come on the show just because <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they have to answer questions that they should know. Oh, Dude, I mean, it,
0: this is one of those things where everybody has obvious gaps in their knowledge. Like, I'm really surprised you didn't put a football question on there. <laughs> what
1: am I, one you dimensional? you could have summed me. Oh, yeah. I wasn't trying to. I was thinking more like academic things. Yeah. Like, Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, you could kind of say where my questions were. I was just trying to think of, like, facts that a lot of people would know, but I could also see someone just not knowing.
1: Yeah, the, the Neptune one definitely got me. I couldn't – for some reason, Jupiter was sticking out, but that one – what is that one, like the fifth planet? I believe that's the fifth. Yeah, it's the
0: biggest planet, too.
1: Yeah, I knew that. And Saturn has a moon named Titan, which I know because my favorite football team is the Titans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I think that's true. Yeah, and then Europa, I know that's a Jupiter moon because that's supposed to be the most likely place for life in our solar system. Oh, really? Apparently it's that that moon Europa because something like the conditions there and the fact that we know that there is a frozen ocean there, which is just nuts. So it's even more likely than Mars? I think so. If it's not, it's like a, it's up there with them I'm trying to see.
1: Didn't they find frozen water on Mars like under the surface?
0: Yeah trying to see what this specific uh, Europa is the smallest of the four Galilean moons orbiting Jupiter um, when I was a kid I was really fascinated by this uh, primarily made of silicate rock and has a water ice crust um,
1: so that's where they get breast implants
0: that's gotta be it yeah I think so that's, that's what I've heard we are planning, NASA's planning a trip to go there. I mean, obviously not with people because it's so far away, but with robots. It'd be pretty cool to see. I, you guys can probably, if you've listened to this show, you've probably heard me get excited about uh, <laughs> outer space stuff from uh, a couple of times. I really do like this topic. When I was a kid, outer space stuff was, like, my favorite thing. You said I would re- I'd actually read about it. You said robots are going to be going? Dude, yeah. robots get all the
1: cool stuff now
0: sick of it. Robots do get the cool stuff. I'm kind of pissed actually. I'm really pissed. They also, they don't get sick. They just keep being business as usual. They,
1: they don't get sick but they are sick. Like, yeah. Like cool. Like they're dope. Yeah. And there's some dope guys like, or girls. And they could do dope and not be impacted by it.
0: Not at all. But maybe... Which some people would say is a bad thing. Uh,
1: yeah, that's, that's a good point actually. Do you think if robots were uh, uh, sentient, you would be friends with
0: him? Uh, I think I could learn to be friends with robots. I feel like I feel we got into a similar topic like this. Remember when we, we talked did. about robots? Yeah, because I
1: was playing Fallout at the time. and
0: <sighs> Yeah, you were all about this topic.
1: But I'm just wondering specifically, let, let's say that they everyone already considered them sentient beings. Do you think you'd be racist against robots, or you, you'd you be accepting of them?
0: I think I'm an accepting person. I accept robots for for my friendship. If they're good, if they're good, I was going to say if they're good people, but they're not people, so if they're good. No, they're
1: considered people. They are? In this, in this scenario.
0: What? The, but they're like a different species, I feel like, if anything. No, they're people. Because they're a robot, right? They're people. No?
1: Robot is their race. That's why I said you'd be racist against robot.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I guess I just don't understand how this robot thing works. Uh, I'll, I'm just I'll give you base. the details. You seem like a guy who would know the details on robots. <laughs> Dude.
1: I've been working in the lab for the last three years on robots.
0: Were you a kid who was really fascinated by robots, just like in general? No. You know what would be sick, though?
1: If my brick wall, there was like a loose brick that I pressed a button in and brought me to like a back cave or something.
0: <laughs> <like> that, so. <laughs> that would be pretty cool.
1: <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do you well, think well, if you if you had a lot of money, would you have like secret tunnels
0: and, and uh, like labs and stuff in your house? Dude, 100%. I've always wanted, like, a top-secret room or something like that. Like, they'll be so cool Like to a have. sex
1: dungeon. Totally, dude.
0: Ah, uh, maybe not that. <laughs> maybe not that. I'd have that. That's more... Those are your awards there. I'd like, have a sex what, uh, dungeon specifically
1: for robots. <laughs>
0: <laughs> when you were a kid, what was something that you always wanted like in that sort of thought like a really cool tree house or just like what was something that as a kid you always wanted a robot with a fat ass (laughs) no dude (laughs) i highly highly doubt that um (laughs) i doubt it um okay wait what did i want when i was a kid yeah like what's something that you want like did you want Mm -hmm. like a secret world peace Dude, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> this, is, this is honestly, it's it's a tough call to say who's more goofy. I'm starting to think it might be you, actually.
1: Dude, that's why I don't get chicks sometimes. I'm just too goofy. Yeah, goo-
0: dude, you're just too goofy. <laughs> too goofy.
1: <laughs> dude, I'm freaking sick and tired of that narrative, dude. My mom no, said you- that I'm not serious enough for Rachel McAdams, and ever since in my freaking love life's been down the drain. <laughs> oh my <laughs> um what did I want when I was a kid let me think well I always really wanted a basketball court like to to have my own oh, basketball yeah. court I would still love that dude i i w- I would be in such good shape if I had my own basketball court because I would like, especially if it was indoors I would literally play on that basketball court every single day dude put it on the trello board put it on the chill get in the bat. indoor basketball court.
0: It's on. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> Add it, to it. Add it.
1: <laughs> that audio is going to be sick. Tony cut that part. What
0: what, what about you? I, uh there was a lot of things. As a kid, there was this like open field that I wanted to turn into a baseball field. Oh yeah. Which was not going to happen because that was just like somebody's property. I don't know why I thought I could do that. <laughs> then <laughs>
1: you're just out there that, mowing
0: stuff like, "What are you fucking doing?" <laughs> yeah, I don't know what I was thinking. I also I wanted a treehouse, or like, a, like in the backyard, and my parents, they went to the store, and they're like, okay, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go there and, and decide what kind of building materials, and they came back, and they're like, yeah, we're not building you a treehouse.
1: No!
0: <laughs> so that was one. And then I legitimately, at one point, I was like, I think I could build a roller coaster. <laughs> I was legitimately thinking how I could build a roller coaster in the backyard.
1: You had such big dreams back then.
0: Yeah, I don't know what I was possibly thinking. I clearly, I couldn't do that. Uh, <laughs> it'd be I, pretty expensive.
1: <laughs> I actually think it'd be cool to not not have a full-fledged baseball field, because I feel like not enough people would participate, but have a, a wiffle ball field. I think that'd be sick.
0: I'd oh, be yeah, fair. I love stuff like that. we got to play some uh, some wiffle ball, maybe. Oh,
1: dude, that would be so freaking awesome.
0: We should do that, because I feel like I'd actually prefer doing that over even like softball, because we could just do it whenever... We want it. We could just go to the park, get a wiffle ball bat and a wiffle ball, and play with like three on three or something. Oh yeah,
1: that would be sick, dude.
0: It's. I just decided right now we're, we're doing, doing it. it. I'm making it's the summer, executive dude. decision. We're doing that if we're not uh, quarantined in the summer. We'll right do right it inside. We'll do it all over <laughs> Skype. Whatever, whatever we gotta do, we'll do it. <laughs> we'll do it over Skype. <laughs> oh man, that could be the future right there. We just do it over Skype. Um, what are you thinking? Is it another segment time, or we, we want to keep talking about this? Well, let me
1: ask you one more thing. Uh, how sure. do you feel on, on boats and, and, and water? Are you Do you get seasick, or how do you feel?
0: Uh, well, as somebody who actually has his boating license, I feel fan-freaking-tastic. Would actually, you, mm, it depends. Would you
1: ever want to own a submarine?
0: No. <laughs> that is not – that's a completely different topic to me. No, I'm not going in a claustrophobic – metal trap underneath the water. Forget that. No, thank you.
1: What if it was like the biggest submarine of all time?
0: <laughs> I mean, I might go into it, but I'm not, I wouldn't say it's something. You I wouldn't go underwater? I, think, I, I, it would be really cool to go in a submarine. Don't get me wrong, but. What if the submarine I, was your tree house? I don't want my own submarine. I want like a very, very qualified person to take me on a submarine like one time. That's it. No more time being spent on a submarine. Even
1: even if your submarine is your treehouse, you wouldn't want it.
0: Hmm. No. If you could be... Not for me. What would
1: this? If they invented a shrink ray and they shrunk you and put you in a toy submarine so you go in your bathtub, what would you think?
0: I like that better. Okay. I feel like... Yeah, I think that's much better. <laughs> Okay. I would consider doing that. We, we can move as long as I didn't go down the drain, because that would suck. We we can move on to the segment. <laughs> that would suck though. Now I got this dumb visual in my head. Of you go down this the little drain. submarine. are like, what no. the fuck, guys? <laughs> Dude, that's actually a good movie
1: idea. We shrink you, put you in a submarine. And then you accidentally go down the drain. So the entire mission is you trying to get back up to the surface and us trying to find you in the sewer.
0: And it... So I get to be the protagonist in this movie? Yep.
1: And I'm the guy who shrinks you.
0: You get to be like the mad scientist who's like, oh, look at my machine. I'm going to shrink you down out the submarine.
1: Yeah, and my character has a, has a wife
0: robot with a fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is a great, this is a great, this is, has to be a comedy though, right? This is not like oh, a Oh, 100% of this is a com- This is
1: like, this is like the new version of Honey, I Shrunk the Kids.
0: <laughs> I think
1: this is actually a
0: hilarious idea. I, I I'm Hey, copywritten,
1: is- copywritten. No one can take this idea. This is copywritten.
0: <laughs> All right? We're going to go see like what's coming out next summer and it's going to be this movie <laughs> idea. We're like, what the hell, I would man? be so
1: pissed, bro. <laughs> I would be
0: so pissed. I'm going to be so pissed at that, yeah. But I'm and, glad we talked about this, because this was the, probably the best idea we had the whole podcast. I agree.
1: All right, let's move on to the Spotify segment.
0: Dude, it's Spotify segment time. But what did boop, you... But
1: but
0: what, what did we say this was called? Spot, it's literally called Spotify segment?
1: <laughs> that, yeah, we never came up with a name. Yeah,
0: we. I, I think... No, one time you made a joke about it, but yeah, so the Spotify segment, it works as follows. I pick a song for Brandon to listen to, Brandon picks a song for me to listen to. From there, we ask each other three questions about the song. The reason why we even included this is because we're both really big fans of music. Obviously, Brandon is a musician, and though I'm not a musician, I'm I'm a very big fan of music, and both of our tastes in music is very, very different. So usually this is a pretty fun, um, just to hear some of our ignorance <laughs> when we're talking about music we're less comfortable with but I really enjoy this segment a lot and uh, who wants to go first I don't well, remember who went first last time
1: yeah I want to do one more shout out here um, sure because we actually I, part of the reason we even have it listed as the Spotify segment um, is because we use Spotify for it but we also now have a playlist for you guys to access Ooh, so yeah. every song that we talk about will be on this playlist Um which I think you're using this playlist. (laughs) Who put these on here? Did you put until the day I die by story of the year?
0: No. Uh Oh. (laughs) So are other people adding music to the playlist now? I thought this wasn't collaborative.
1: I'll I'll figure that out. But yeah, so we have a, we have a playlist. You didn't put cute without the E cut from the team on here. I did not though. I do like that song. Seven Years by Seosin. Nope, dude. Who the hell is messing <laughs> with our playlist,
0: dude? I don't know.
1: Okay, well, if you go to Spotify, go to Everything Must Go Podcast <laughs> dash Spotify segment, you'll be able to find these songs. I'm going to find out whoever did this. Oh, those are the recommended songs. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! Oh my gosh! Sorry, whoever felt like they were threatened. I apologize. Okay. So, uh, yeah, yes. I don't care who goes first. you want to go first or me?
0: <laughs> no, we're going to do this.
1: All right, uh, fine, I'll go first. I, I will – I'll
0: go first. That's fine. <laughs> I just said I'd go first. Now you're going to go no, first. No, it's fine. It's fine. I'll go first.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I had Stephen listen to Flying by Cody Fry. So uh, what stood out to you about the song?
0: Well, the first thing was I have looked at this – this has been on my like on our our joint playlist for a long time. Uh, like we have a playlist that we both throw songs onto and this has been on there and I just today connected the dots that it's not Cody Fly because it's <laughs> flying. <laughs> I just today was like wait a second.
1: Dude, I swear you are dyslexic. <laughs> I swear. <laughs> Cuz you do this all the time. Like you get oh, yeah. words and letter you like Put words into sentences that they don't exist. You take I know. You take l- words out. You mix letters up.
0: I, it, oh, yeah. You've got to be. dude. Well, I mean as I looked into this and there's like different types of dyslexia and varying degrees of it. So it's definitely possible that I have it just like sort of undiagnosed because maybe it's not uh, like the one it, that they test for or who knows. I, but it's definitely possible. Here's my theory.
1: You either are dyslexic or you have the swine flu. It's
0: one of the t- – <laughs> Yeah, it's probably it's probably somewhere in between, honestly.
1: <laughs> Take your pick. Either one's probably pretty darn
0: close. Somewhere in between. Um, okay, so what stood out to me about the song? Uh, well, first thing I'll say is I really liked this song a lot. Uh, I liked the instrumentation. I really liked this guy's voice. I liked the, the message behind it, uh, or at least my perceived message of it. So what stood out to me was I... I had only listened to, like, the first 10 seconds of the song before, and I and the first 10 seconds are, like, fine, but I felt like the more I listened to the song, the more that I really, really liked it. And I... Yeah, I... The instrumentation stood out to me a lot, and the guy's voice. Th- those are the two things that stood out to me the most. The guy's voice, because when he gets really high, um, I think, if I remember correctly, he, he sings in falsetto in parts of this song, and he... That there's uh, the instrumentation during the bridge I thought was pretty cool. I think there is like stringed instruments. There was something that he added there that I thought really filled out the song. So is this somebody – like are his songs normally like this song? Does he have a band that plays with him or what's the deal with how he how he writes these? Uh, Do you know th- much background? I
1: don't actually. This is a – lot, a lot of my Spotify finds are – I. I do my discover weekly playlist and one artist and his song or her song comes on there and I listen to it and I add it to my own playlists. Um, I sometimes will explore the artists afterwards, but I just like finding new music constantly. So new artists and stuff. Um, So this is the only song that I've actually heard by him. So I can't give you much background.
0: Gotcha. Well, yeah, I, I really found the instrumentation to be interesting and it it picks up towards the end of the song and I don't know, it, it, it became a much bigger song than I thought it would turn into. And I, I thought that was a bit surprising because it kind of sounds really stripped down in the beginning. So that was a cool twist. Uh, I also found the, the lyrics to be relatable. I don't know what this song is about, but kind of to combine the first and second question, the second question is, how does the song make you feel? Well, it kind of feels like this song is about... And I I have no idea if this is even close to right. I didn't even really look at the lyrics. This is just sort of like what I was able to interpret. Was that um, it? Kind of feels like when you're a kid, you're taught like one thing, like you can you can do anything, you, you can be great in life. And then this song sort of feels like this is sort of the realization that in life you don't just have like wings to fly. That sometimes you almost get humbled by the real uh, negativity in the world or the things that happen in the world. So I felt a connection on sort of being at this age where you've kind of become an adult and now you're out there for yourself and you realize that maybe your parents don't always know, or they're not at these perfect people that they sometimes feel like in your past. And so, yeah, I, I felt that connection to the song, whether it's what it's actually about or not, I don't know, but I felt a a connection and it it felt like sort of a, sort of a somber song, but also a relatable one. Uh, And would you add to your playlist I would say I will for sure listen to this song again because I liked it a lot. So there's a chance I could add this to my playlist at some point.
1: Yeah. Cool. I, I'm really glad you liked it. Th- this song is super uplifting. So if any of you guys need a... Uh, <clears throat> I mean, there, there's, a, there's a sense of realism to the song because like Steven said, it's it's got that feel like, you know, you kind of had these expectations that you could do anything in life and you're kind of brought down to earth. But with that bridge and the the orchestral sounds that come in it just i when i first moved here there was a day that i was walking over to your place and um it was like the beginning of this new chapter obviously and it was snowing and that i was listening to that song on repeat because i was getting chills with that specific bridge picking up i just like felt so like energized and powerful by it there's this one line in it now this could be taken if you're a religious person, I think it could apply to you in this way. Or if just talking about um, uh, faith in yourself, but there's a line that says, "Did faith let me down, or did I not have enough?" Uh, that distinction is tough. That's that's what the the three lines are. I think that is I freaking love those lines because I feel like um, I face that a lot of times with uh, my decision to. Uh, pursue music and then to stop doing it because I was like um, did I have too much – did I believe in myself too much that I, I made a mistake by dropping out or when I made that decision did I actually not believe in myself enough so I decided to stop and uh, so it's – I don't know. It just it, – the song just makes me really think and feel um, and I was planning on doing a songwriter to songwriter. I might still one day. I do that, but it's. I'm really glad that you liked it. Definitely. Okay. Um. So then I had "Fade to Black" by Metallica. Um, what stood out to me about the song? I, I mean, I feel like I'm beating a dead horse with your songs, but the guitar is so good in this song. It's incredible. Like the the the. It's a very long song, so I like the evolution. It's like goes from acoustic to electric at the end. Um, which I really like. I I think that's something that, as a musician myself, I would like to. Well, I've done it. Like my all that being said, song starts out acoustic, and then when it really goes, starts rocking. It comes to the electric guitar. So I I really like that that molding of the two worlds. That's part of the reason why I like Foo Fighters too. Is I feel like they've kind of they ended up evolving into that a little bit. Um, but this song, I I can definitely tell. With you, uh, you just like these songs that kind of take you on a uh, a journey almost. So I feel like this song definitely does that. Uh, how does the song make me feel? Um, it actually, it's not for like a Metallica song. It's not like one of their heavier songs. I didn't feel like. So I feel like this is like right up my alley. I feel like it's 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 um, it, you know it's not like this incredible vocal performance. I didn't feel like, but it's just. It's just a good song. It's just a solid song. Uh, would I add it to my playlist? Uh, yeah, I would actually. I, and I I only got to listen to it once. So my, my thoughts on this are not as developed as I would like them to be. But um, from my first listen, I actually – typically what I do when I do listen to new music is I uh, will listen to it once, uh, maybe a couple of times, but just to see if it captures me right away. Um, and this song definitely captured me, so I would definitely add it to my playlist. Was there was there a specific reason why you picked this song?
0: Well, I definitely wanted to pick a Metallica song because over the last like three or four years, they definitely have become like one of my absolute favorite bands. And I know you could say that I'm late to the game on this. <laughs> <laughs> but then again, this band has been around since far before I was even born. Um, but in trying to decide which song to show you first, I figure I'll probably do another one later on. But I chose this one because it's arguably my favorite overall song because I just like I I like how it builds I like every part of the song I love how it's produced it just feels so huge uh, every instrument has a bunch of room to breathe and the guitar solo I like sometimes when I'm working out I will literally just go to the right around the five minute mark where that like like as soon as that electric guitar like really hits its stride yeah I absolutely love it. So it's like one of my absolute favorite guitar solos. So I know you're not the biggest fan of guitar solos, but I figure I might as well show you one of my absolute favorites. And obviously the drums are awesome in this song too.
1: Yeah. Well, I I think the thing with me a lot of times is because I grew up on pop music, uh, there is a sort of um, – a sort of structured feel to uh, some a lot of times my my uh initial taste in music and so if i listen to a song and i feel like all these people are just trying to be technical just to be technical sometimes it can take me out of the emotion of a song Mm -hmm. and i agree with that and it's that's kind of how i connect to music in anyways so that's that's a lot of times why i don't like guitar solos but it didn't this one didn't pull me out i actually like this one so good uh good choice on your part
0: yeah I'll, I'll probably pick another one of their songs at some point i also just as one other side note on that song uh this was like the first song that really kind of got me into them i i had this song on a playlist like i think back in high school and i liked it a lot but then it was later on where i really started diving in deeper and uh it was something about those acoustic guitars because you don't really oh, think yeah. about acoustic guitars as being much of a metallica thing but in this song it honestly doesn't I could easily see someone not even realizing it's a Metallica song for the first like five minutes.
1: Well, I was wondering as I was listening, I was like, "Are they going to sing in this, or is this? Did Stephen just give me an instrumental?" Um,
0: but uh, I thought about doing that. There was there, they have one instrumental I absolutely love. I thought about putting it on there, but um, if you do that, I won't, I I won't listen. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm just kidding.
1: laughs> I actually like instrumentals. I um, <laughs> just just to keep the meme going the steven getting into bands like 30 years later so i just imagine one day you'd be like dude i just started listening to the penguins they're really good have you heard earth angel by the penguins i love this
0: i mean yeah i definitely i i feel like i always am behind on this stuff i mean it's fine it's just kind of funny uh anything else that you want to talk about um, I guess we could talk just very briefly about our content. I just want to say, for me, bear with me a little bit for this move. I just don't know content wise. Like I've got three videos to edit at the time of this recording that are going to be coming up, but there's a chance that things might look a little different from a scheduling standpoint. So make sure you're following me at in- or on Instagram at Stephen Russell B, uh, just so you're you're up to date on what's going on and once i do make the move officially just expect that are the videos are going to look a little bit different and the uh the options of what kind of content i'm going to produce could expand a bit speaking of that uh that also means collectively that there
1: there's a possibility we don't do a podcast episode next week mm-hmm. with steven's mood a uh, move uh now we uh, like we talked about earlier we are always erring on the side of, of trying to do it um, that's that's what where our effort is typically but uh, with the context of or the circumstances the way they are and the the I mean I've moved so many times in my life I know how stressful that is we don't know if everything's gonna be set up there are, there are a lot of variables here that we don't really know yet um, so please bear with us if you don't follow us on Instagram, we will make an announcement if we decide not to do it. Otherwise, it'll be business as usual. Uh, but to follow us on Instagram, hit, again, Stephen is at Stephen Russell B. I am at Brandon J. Flippin, and the podcast is at EMG Pod. Uh, so just be on the lookout for that. Uh, if we don't make that announcement, then just expect that there will be a podcast episode. But just wanted to throw that out there. Dope. Um... Cool. Well, if you guys have any comments, questions, concerns, anything, feel free to email us, emgpod at gmail.com, or call us and leave us a voicemail, 513-427-EMG5. Again, that is 513-427-EMG5. If you prefer to do it just through social media, again, uh, Instagram, Twitter, you can reach out to us that way at emg pod for the podcast at steven russell b for steven at brandon j Flippin for me thank you guys so much for listening hope you're all staying safe and we'll talk to you next time
0: take it easy